0: It's strange really there's not that much to talk about this week, is there? Not really much gone on. Yeah, nothing I mean, gone on. There's nothing really gone on over like the last four or five days. We, we are of course kidding, this is episode <laughs> fifty odd something. Did we even fifty five or episode what Episode fifty five of the of the podcast. I am joined here, as always, by Lucas. Say hello, Lucas. Hello. And
1: Luca. we're coming
0: in low ass energy today because it's just um, the start of a week after what may have been one of the most tiring weeks I've had in in a yeah. long time, and I think you you're in the same boat, but for a different reason. So we can start with that. What have you been up to this week, my friend? Because we didn't rec- we didn't have an episode last week.
1: No, no, we didn't. Um, we just kind of were messaging each other, and I was packing up my house, and you were like, "Yeah, shit's not great right now <laughs> with the other." you know, the good old election. I was like, let's just maybe leave yeah. it. Uh, my
0: favourite thing about that is yeah. I put an announcement out saying, look, we're tired. We're not putting an episode out today. Mm-hmm. And then I think within about 30 seconds, I got a response of, oh, is the podcast not a thing anymore? Then you cancelling it. It's like, no, we're just not recording one episode. <laughs> <laughs> just taking one week off. But that's the strange thing about it's... being a content creator, isn't it? I'm
1: taking one week yeah. off. Oh, so the channel's dead then. It's like, no, I'm taking a day off. Yeah, and like, I've had a couple of messages of just like, is the podcast on? No matter, like, we literally, we're taking one week off because we're in the middle of an election that still isn't decided yet. Which um,
0: is one of those things where it's super fucking stressful, which we can get into in um, no doubt a few moments. But just mm. that instant response of, oh, you're not doing the podcast anymore. It's like, yes, we're taking one day off.
1: I mean, this podcast literally, I like, defied death at one point. Move into a different platform. So, you I know, brought it back got, but better from the
0: dead. So, we can get straight into Literally. that. And uh, like speaking of just horrible disasters, let's talk about the presidency of Donald J. Trump, who oh, uh, has God, still God, technically fucking... not lost the election yet. I should point out because, it, technically because not, he's not though. conceded, becoming one of the first presidents um, in history to not concede in the face of overwhelming <laughs>
1: evidence. <laughs> Get millions of votes he lost by. A uh,
0: yeah, it's like it's, it's the popular vote, and was the electoral college, which is a whole other thing. But um, the yes. number one piece of feedback I've been getting over the past couple of days, because I put out a little announcement video about the the about <laughs> about the election, um, that was for people wondering signed off on by everyone involved with the channel, including you, Lucas. Yes.
1: Yeah, and I stand by the same. Which message. I
0: asked. I'm just gonna put a video out saying "fuck Donald Trump." Um, has anyone on the channel got a problem with that? <laughs> and within 30 seconds, got a response from you, Brad and Nisha, saying "nope, no problems." Fuck Trump. <laughs> and put that thing out. I've been getting angry, angry messages. We, I guess, we're gonna get into. This. We've got they're basically given me free content for this week. Of um, why yeah. do you care about the American election? Keep your nose out. Keep your dirty British fingers out of this American election, and just. From mm-hmm. just an abstract standpoint, that's hilarious. Because the same people who... You know the same people who saying that. The same people like, America's the greatest country on Earth. Everyone's oh, yeah, jealous yeah. of America. Fuck every other country. But wait, why do other countries talk about our election? <laughs> <laughs> so, because it's the biggest, most powerful country on Earth. And American politics influences the world, for good nor bad. But also, and I'm not sure... like We've planned a bit for this, but I'm going to see. Uh, honey, can you hear me? Hi. Yeah. Okay, so um, let's just like just set the scene here. I'm just going to shout over now to my mixed race American girlfriend, honey. Um, what do you think about Donald Trump? Fuck Donald Trump. There we go. <laughs> I hope that picked up on the <laughs> microphone. <laughs> but just. That thing like, obviously I've got a personal reason for universities. What well, even if I didn't, the idea of why you bothered about this thing that is literal global news was very amusing and confusing. Um,
1: I think as well, specifically for British people, is like a um, you know, fucking Boris Johnson. Kind of weirdly looks up to Donald, and he Trump looks almost exactly, be, exactly the same. He, he does look very similar. He's called British oh, Trump, just a bit more pale. Yeah, he's
0: British Trump, isn't he, People call him because he's a it, yeah, and he's a
1: weird blonde-haired populist. Like, yeah, exactly. And we are basically like fucked anyway because of Brexit. But that leaves America as basically our only ally, yes, and it's and. It's going to influence a lot of trade, a lot of like our economy. Like It's a big fucking deal who is in charge of the US for the yeah, UK. And Britain tends to be in lockstep with America a lot of the time. My
0: favourite thing about it is that... It does, yeah. Because we've talked about this a lot before, where um, British people have a general apathy towards politics, to put it politely. Mm-hmm. And my favourite response I got to our nice little update video of fuck Donald Trump was, your pre- why are you talking like that, your prime minister's shit? Which my answer is, yeah, he is. Like the amount of people <laughs> who throw it back at you, like, oh, you're Prime Minister shit. It's like, yeah, I know. Ask any British person, even people who support the Tories, and still say Don't, um, Boris Johnson's a prick.
1: Yeah, and I very much have the same, like, mentality towards Boris Johnson as I do Donald Trump. It's just like, Fuck him, if you voted for that absolute bell end, you can piss off too. And we can
0: get into it as well. So I, uh, if you're wondering if you've been under a rock, you listen to our content but have somehow avoided that, because I think at the right moment it is one of the most viewed videos on the channel. Uh, yeah, it shot up there pretty quick Because uh, a lot of angry people are t- like getting um, very mad at me, which is very funny, uh, but... Uh, it was like a 16 second long video where I um, just yeah. congratulated the new president of the United States, uh, Joe Biden. who's president elect, so it's not officially been elected, but it's one of those things where he's got so many votes where even Fox News have called it, which is why um, yeah like me and my girlfriend were watching it and that like CNN called it and we can't say any, like we can't start celebrating until Fox News calls it and then they called it. And it's like okay, okay. so fair. Enough. It's basically he's not technically president, but what save for I don't know a coup. There's not really much can be done about it. It was just, oh yeah, congratulations to America on your new president. And I believe the exact quote was, if you voted for or supported Donald Trump, um, please eat shit, stop watching my videos and die mad about it. And then I just raise a drink <laughs> and everything. And I found that so funny. And I don't consider that I, to be a controversial God. statement, given that every single day on the news. I like, It is just being an unending nightmare looking at what's going on in America uh, with the outs- uh, with the uh, the lens of an outsider. I'm not sure about you mm-hmm. or how closely you follow it, but since he became president, like every other day has just been either a national embarrassment, a controversial statement, or just him being an unthinkable shitbird.
1: Yeah, and he also had that weird tactic of when something was bad, he would like tweet out or say something even worse to distract from them. Yeah, news. the Russian fire hose strategy of putting out so many mistruths
0: or statements that the news has to report on or contradict that they can't all get through. So some mistruths will get through. And then just even just taking the election in isolation, the fact that mm. he's just being a petty ass. Like when it before it even been called, he went on the news and went, I have won the election. Yeah. Like he said that. We watched it live with my girlfriend, it's like two o'clock in the morning for us. It's like, oh, Donald Trump's set to give a press conference. It's like, okay, so nothing's been called mm-hmm. yet. Everyone's got to say. And he went online and went, I have won the election. And the Chiron at the bottom, three seconds after he said that, Trump falsely claims that he has won the election. <laughs> and then like a day or two later, he did another one where he went on stage and went, I have won the election by the most votes in history. And every news, um, I think, uh, channel in America, except for like two, immediately cut him off. Oh, really? Yeah, they, they cut him off instantly because it's like he's lying. He's not telling the truth. Like, there is no evidence as what well, anything he's saying. He's just been a salty-ass bitch. And he's just, just taking that in isolation. Like, he's got no decorum. And he's lying. And he's evil. He's mm. so evil. It's like, he's just going on to, I have won the election. No, you haven't.
1: Yeah, that's so weird. And I saw a lot of people... him. Um... Claiming that Joe Biden did the same when he came out and was like, Look, I have not won yet, but the the way the votes are trending, it looks like we are on path to victory. Yes, which is like. And people are like, Oh, Biden did the same thing he said he did. No, he didn't.
0: My favourite one, though, was just all the stuff like, Stop the count. And mm-hmm. I think yeah. we watched CNN for our coverage because that's just the first news channel we found that was streaming properly. Like every luxury in the UK, it's awkward to find a place that's streaming. And one of their anchors on it was just baffled every time he said that because he's like the guy they had counting all the votes and tabulating everything. He went, if we stop counting, Biden wins. I'm really not sure what the president's (laughs) saying here because he went through all the numbers. He went, well, if we stop counting in every single state right now, Biden's ahead and he'll win. I'm not sure what the president's saying. But he
1: he was asking for the vote to be stopped. In certain counties, but not yeah, others, in ca- right? Or certain states, In states sorry.
0: where he was ahead. So that just sounds like, oh, yeah. so you you want us to stop counting votes in states you're winning and then keep counting them in the ones you're not because you might win them. It's like, it's the most obvious, <laughs> like, pathetic grab for power. And that was what I found really hilarious. It's like, you can tell because it's getting to the end of his presidency when it started to look like things were going the way of Biden. News anchors just mm-hmm. stopped giving a shit. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Anderson Cooper was... um after the second time Trump went on the air, he just like put his head in his hands and went. It's embarrassing and frankly, it's just pathetic. And he described <laughs> Trump as, and I'll never forget it, an obese turtle lying on its back, flailing at the sun. <laughs> it's like what a descriptor of Donald Trump.
1: That's fucking nailing just it right, right on, on that the head. head. Just, it is pathetic.
0: It is like a like an embarrassing. Like even it, like it's just. The, uh, the executive of America like the guy in charge and it's like
1: everybody is just ignoring him and it was amazing just to see like the Twitter meltdown of every single tweet just get like flagged for misinformation <laughs>
0: yeah. my favourite one was all the right wing pundits retweeting Donald Trump's thing saying this is absolutely true and then the image is hidden with a, th- a notice from Twitter saying this is not true <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's so cool. And, like, we're laughing because, like, they tried to steal an election and they failed. They failed so hard and so publicly. And I don't think anything sums up the presidency of Donald Trump more than the fact the two, the two most light things he has, or the two most interactive tweets he's ever put out, ever, in the history of him being president, are him announcing that he had coronavirus, which has the most likes of any tweet he's ever put out. And I think it's one of the most liked tweets in ever. Of just Donald Trump oh, announcing God. that he has a disease. And the other one is him saying, Um, we I have won the election or something like that, which is like one of the most quote tweeted things ever of people just saying no you haven't. Or the most responded <laughs> to one of everyone just dunking on him. And Luke, I'm not sure if you've seen this, obviously you've been uh, moving all weekend, so you've not had like proper access to the internet or anything, have you? No, I haven't, no. So, uh, one of the things that uh, this absolute fucking legend at the um, Associated Press managed to get is um, a picture. Because Donald Trump, fittingly, on the day that Biden was announced to be president, was out golfing on his own with no friends. (laughs) And the instant that Biden was declared the winner, all of Washington, D.C., like, just descended on the White House and started a party. (laughs) And Donald Trump had to drive back through a crowd of people, all holding signs calling him a loser, flipping off the presidential (laughs) motorcade, and then had to walk through the White House door as thousands of people booed him. And a person from the Associated Press got this image of him walking through the door. And Luke...
1: (laughs) It's just... Just describe it. It's just him. Just like, slouched over looking. Just the, the most sad I've ever seen him. But like, he's looking... And he's just got his white cap on saying, "Making America Great. Again. And he's just
0: like, just there. And you can tell he's been crying. And apparently in the White House, yes.
1: like, all his members
0: of staff were just quitting. Because they realise, like, what the fuck am I going to do? I've, I'm out of a job. It's so like... People who, like, clean the house are just leaving and refusing to talk to him or go into the room to, like, pick up rubbish and stuff. So he's just sat in a room on his own.
1: Oh, uh, God. And I saw her as well, like, people uh, – someone tweeted out – it was like, oh, yeah, it's not going to be hard to take the uh, White House from Trump even if he refuses – just wait till he goes out for a golfing trip and just fucking take well, it. Well, did you
0: see that? Because um, before the election was um, called, there was um, news that Trump would not concede, and he's still not conceded now at the time of recording this. And according to insiders and people with like first-hand account or first-hand knowledge of what's going on, mm-hmm. he has said, "I will not concede this race." Um, someone asked the Biden camp, "So if Donald Trump doesn't concede, what happens?" On, I think it's January twentieth when Biden takes office. Mm-hmm. And all that they, all the aides said was, um, the white, uh, the government is more than capable of removing a trespasser from the White House. That's the only <laughs> statement they made about it. It's like, oh, oh, that's so good. And then the other one that got me is, did you see the picture that Biden posted or his wife?
1: Uh, potentially i'm not okay, sure so when the
0: election was called um jill biden joe Biden's wife um, they posted um a photo of them together and one of the things mm-hmm. that they have outside their house is just oh vice president joe biden and his wife live here so people oh wow like wow, vice yeah. president biden lives there and she they took a photo together and she's holding her hand over vice so it just says the president and his wife live here <laughs> but what people have noticed is that joe biden is wearing a hat that says on it, we just did. But it's a blue <laughs> hat. So do you know, like the Make America Great Again hat. It's like Joe Biden's got one that yeah. says, we just did. And <laughs> apparently that is like the most requested thing that his um, uh, campaign has been asked by the public. It's like, where can we buy this hat? Because oh, uh, so many people have like, because one of the things that is incredible about Trump's presidency is that just... The red hat has become just a litmus test for a prick.
1: Oh, yeah, that, that like make America great again red yeah, hat is just if you see anyone wearing like that on a T-shirt or a cap, just write them
0: off. And it's like to the point where people who support stuff like the Red socks, I think it is where they have like a red baseball cap. So like, I can't wear it out of the house because people just think I support Trump and throw things at me. <laughs> and like to the point where people know that it's a deliberate political statement that annoys people. Like, it's one of those things mm-hmm. people do because they know that it makes people uncomfortable and they're daring you to challenge them. Yeah, like, It's the same thing of when people, like right now with masks and stuff like that, they'll go into a shop not wearing a mask, looking for people to ask them to put one on so they can start an argument. Mm-hmm. To the point where like people wear them to weddings and things like that and they'll wear them in jury duty just to start an argument with people. But now that Trump has lost um, all those kind of people who have like, been wearing Make America Great Again hats and just antagonising people um, all the time, mm-hmm. like with uh, MAGA um, hats and tweets and things on like, bumper stickers. and like, well, now that Biden's won, we can trust that his fans won't rub it in everyone's faces. It's like, no, fuck you, we're going to do that. <laughs> so absolutely yeah, fuck that's... all the way
1: off. Oh. There's so many people going out right now of like, Oh no, what we need to do just now that we've won is like come together and empathize with their situation. It's like, there has not been a shred of empathy from one of those people in the past four but years. the moment they realise they're
0: gonna be on the receiving end of it, all of a sudden now is the time to come together. Exactly. Uh, which yeah. Which we can bring back to like, you know, uh, my very important channel update, which I did I just cut People may not realise I called very important channel update. And I the only thing that I did to it was add the tagline, fuck Donald Trump. And the playlist is it in? It is in It is people and things that do not give a fuck. <laughs> because I, I don't. And the number one piece of feedback I've got to that is, wow, wait like I cause more division amongst people when we're supposed to be coming together. It's like, no, fuck you. They're the same people who, every time I say something like trans rights or Black Lives Matter, scream in the comments section. Yeah. Calling me a Nazi or whatever have you, because I dared to speak out about something like that. No, fuck you. And I know it annoys you, so
1: fuck you again. (laughs) Yeah, I do wonder how many people... um, When, like, for example, the Black Lives Matter movement was happening... Wonder how many people that now say we should be coming together to support Black Lives Matter. It was the
0: same one as well. Um, there were like during Black Lives Matter protests, people were like blocking freeways, like kneeling, kneeling mm. in freeways, and be like look, we would try to draw attention to this movement. And you got right wing like MAGA supporters saying, "Oh, hit them with your car." Yeah. I would if someone did that to me, they'll hit with your car. But then in the lead up to election day, MAGA supporters, Donald Trump supporters, were stopping traffic with their cars to stop people getting to yes. voting booths. Mm-hmm. And then they were going outside of voting um, places and kneeling in solidarity as a protest. So, oh, so kneeling is a form of protest now.
1: I saw a picture of a guy just standing outside a Poland station holding a gun, yeah, and, like an assault rifle, oh no, just like don't go in. It's like you know, it's an open carry state. I'm allowed to have a gun,
0: and again, it's that thing of like they know what they know that technically what they're doing is not against the law but they know what they're doing Mm -hmm. but they've got that plausible deniability of they're not it's like the thing of like uh, with polling places you're not allowed to be within 100 feet of it canvassing politically, people will stand 101 Mm -hmm. feet away it's like you know what you're doing if you're technically not breaking the law and you know the exact limit that you can go to before it's illegal, you are doing it to piss people off
1: well, it's like things that kids always do, where they like, they'll put your hand right next to your face. and Be, like, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. And then you it's like you can't get mad. I'm not touching you. It's like, Fuck
0: off. Oh, when people do that thing where they um, put their head really close and say, "Go on, hit me, hit me, hit me," so you can hit them and they can yeah. defend themselves. And then mm. they can say, "Well, you hit me first. It's that like, but you were instigating the fight? Just because you didn't physically throw the first punch, you are still instigating. Like you were still there's intimidation here, and it's like no nuance is lost on these people." And um, my favorite response to that I've gotten is, um, because I think it just highlights the level of reading comprehension amongst supporters of Trump, is, oh, so you're literally telling 70 million people who voted for him to go die? I didn't. I told them, specifically, if you recall, Lucas, to eat shit, stop watching my videos, and then die mad about it. (laughs) I'm not telling them to actually die. In fact, I want them to live as long as possible and just stay really salty. (laughs) <laughs> because I don't want him to die because then they don't get to live like Donald Trump's going to do. So I'm guessing there's a lot mm-hmm. of people out there who will be happy if he dropped dead tomorrow. So I don't want him to drop dead. I want him to live the rest. I want him to live a very long time and live it in, mis- uh, in misery. I want him to be a sad, yeah. decrepit husk of an old man who dies empty and alone. And that's what I want for all the people who've been similarly um, acting like shitbirds um, or felt emboldened to act like shitbirds because of his presidency. So I don't want them to die. No, quite the opposite. I want them to live and be sad about it. I want them to die mad. (laughs) Preferably after stopping watch my videos. (laughs) Which has been uh, funny to see because the amount of people who've commented saying, all right, I'm going to stop watching your videos. And and why are you still leaving a comment? (laughs) Or sending me direct messages. Oh, I'm going to stop watching your videos. Thanks, great. That's what I asked for. Great. I literally instructed you to stop. It's like those signs outside business, isn't it? Like, you're not allowed to come in if you're not wearing a mask. Fine, I'm not coming in. Okay, great. There's, there's <laughs> no problem here. You're doing exactly what we asked. But then they, like, shit up the airways trying to talk. But it's like, there's no discussion to be had here. We It's very clear instructions, and you're following them. Thank you very much.
1: And I find it really funny, like, the couple of comments I've seen, like, no, fuck you. I'm going to keep watching your videos. You can't stop me. And, yeah, my girlfriend summed it up. by saying, wow, that's a great
0: compliment if you think about it. Because your videos are so good that even if- yeah. <laughs> that even though they hate you as a person, apparently, they're still going to watch them. Even though the videos are essentially just you. Yeah. And then the other one that I like is um, you know the same kind of people who are mad about this would you use cook as an insult. And if people don't know what the word cook no. means, it's coldery. Um, it's a an admit, uh, admittedly right, okay. niche but perfectly valid um uh, sexual fetish people have where it's just men let other people fuck their wives
2: mm-hmm.
0: and i like, use it as an insult of a look at that you like you're such a a, a what's the word they like to use it soy boy i i that's in their buzzword language it sounds so funny in I think, isolation i think
1: soy boy sounds like right, beta yeah.
0: cook or something like that and then the same people mm. who would say that are like I know that you just insulted the very core of my being, and the person I base my entire personality around. But I'm still going to watch your videos. What does that What does that <laughs> say about you? What does that say about how flimsy your values are? Where they can be that malleable, where you can just instantly in your head justify a reason to keep watching my content, even though you don't like it. Because I think I don't care. Mm-hmm. And we had the conversation privately of, does anyone involved with the channel really care if we lose? By a bunch of people from our videos if it means that our comment section is no longer filled with people put in MAGA 2020. And yep. the overwhelming response is, like, fuck what you do. Those people are insufferable.
1: Yeah. It, the, anyone like that and anyone willing to support such a fucking cretin can just literally disappear from my life yeah. and I won't get it. And that's
0: the weird thing about it that I've gotten. Um, of just like people constantly... Because I turn the comments off because it's really funny how mad people get about it. Because what people do when they see that is they'll go to other unrelated videos and say, I'm going to stop watching your content while giving me a view
1: on another video. Yeah, because the um, the video that had just gone out was the Wiki Weekend on the juggernaut. So people are going. They clicked on the comments and was like, wait,
0: what's going on? It's so, like, oh, no, I can't leave a comment on this one But where he tells me to leave. i like, I'm going to go to another video, give him a view on that one, and then that'll teach him. It's <laughs> like, God damn it, they're so stupid. It's like,
1: no, Carl, I'm going to give you more money so I can insult
0: you. It's like, okay. I'm sorry, but you're not allowed in this store if you're not wearing a mask. And it's like, they come back in the next day and buy something wearing a mask so they can tell you they don't agree with your policy of not having to wear a mask. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, okay, cool. Thanks, Thank you for the money. Can you please go away now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so baffling it's so strange and it's been oh, God. Uh, surreal to watch in real time like mm, to see really like, the been. mental gymnastics going on this way Cause, um, as you might imagine I've been called every name under the sun um, some choice ones that have made me giggle are I am uh, or my favourite argument that I've seen is oh because I think we talked about when we mentioned John Boyega of oh so you're telling people that they should die which I'm not telling i was saying they should die mad it's very different, but like this mm. is their view on it. This is their interpretation. You should, they should die because they don't agree with you. Wow, that sounds a lot like racism, Cal.
1: Oh, yeah, and the classic.
0: All I've been doing over the past couple of days is every time I get a message like that, I hold it up to my girlfriend, my mixed-race American girlfriend, and she just <laughs> cringes into a ball and screams, Why are people so stupid? <laughs> <laughs> So I just oh, keep looking oh and go, God. I'm really sorry honey I didn't realise, I thought when I stood up for marginalised people and told racists to stop watching my content, I didn't realise that meant I was Hitler, I'm so sorry Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the baffling thing to me where when you see stuff happen like this, um, you'll always mm-hmm. see like, the argument of you're only doing it for like brownie points or clout or to get attention and uh, the classic the yeah. classic of you are doing this because you want to draw attention to your content and uh, I'm not sure I want to know what your like, your opinion or experience is on this but um, creators who don't speak out about this sort of thing generally just mm-hmm. get to like skirt by without ever having to deal with the shit that I do on a weekly basis by actively saying I don't want this in my audience or my fan base or any um, peripheral community I may be involved with yeah Like, um, Um, one of the examples that I got, which I just, like, again, showed to my girlfriend, and she just, like, cringed into a ball, was, wow, Carl? why can't you be more like, and I can't believe they thought this was a good example, pro-Jared. And they showed me a video (laughs) of him where he's like, look, everyone's welcome in my community. And it's like, on the surface, that does sound like a fairly, like, innocuous statement of, oh, people of all views and viewpoints are welcome in my community it's like yeah but when you say mm-hmm. that you you can't like there's always the caveat of but you, but you don't mean nazis right you don't mean right-wing shitheads who literally um question uh, question the right of some people to exist yeah right? uh, but they never say that caveat because if they do then they have to no, confront that aspect of their fan base and they might lose money and they might have to like you know do what i've been doing it's like deal with the blowback from telling people that I don't want your support if you don't agree that, like, you know, equal rights and trans rights, Black Lives Matter, all that sort of thing. Yeah. And I just found that really funny. It's like, oh, why can't you be more like this? Like, well, that's cowardly.
1: It is cowardly. And I would say as well that by not telling those people to, you know, fuck off the edge of my penis is like... Is inviting them into your community, which then makes other people not welcome. Yeah,
0: and it's this thing. It's uh, I forget the name of the uh, the uh, the sociology department. so I'm just going to just quickly Google it. The uh, eh, oh god it. wireless keyboard coming back to haunt me. Oh god no. <laughs> and it's one of those things that it's uh, it sounds silly, but it makes a lot of sense when you when it's explained. So it has it. So so this is a, a, a quote this is a thing from philosopher Karl Popper. And it's called the paradox of intolerance. Are you familiar with it at all? Uh, No, I'm not. So the the paradox of intolerance here. um, So should a tolerant society tolerate intolerance? And the answer is no. uh, And the argument is that when we extend tolerance to those who are openly intolerant, uh, the tolerant ones end up being um, destroyed and tolerance with them. It's okay, the idea yeah. of, like, you can't... It's so the only people say, oh, let's just try and find um, uh, equal footing for both sides. Yeah. and like, Which you've probably seen a lot in the last couple of days. And it's like, oh, come on. And it's like, Cole, just empathise with the Nazis, Kyle. Yeah, that's the one, yeah. And it's like, obviously, not everyone who supports Donald Trump is a Nazi, but uh, the fact no, that no, he's no. been endorsed by the Grand Wizard of the KKK and ISIS would say that that element of, um, like, his fan base exists and cannot be ignored Mm -hmm. and the idea is that when you um tolerate intolerance that you allow the um the bar to shift towards their end because there is no middle ground between stripping people of rights and not doing that because the only middle Mm -hmm. ground with that is stripping them of some of their rights which is wrong (laughs) yeah oh god so it's that thing so if like if um, the basis of your movement is based on intolerance or persecution of another. Like it cannot exist, you know, like a paradoxically tolerant society because it's the same thing. Like, oh, but like, you know, like, let, let's let both sides get along. And I think it's a uh, mm-hmm. Kumail Nanjiani. I always, I, I'm really bad at remembering that guy's name because uh, we talk about him a lot because he's so fucking cool. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, his name is um, one that I always forget to pronounce. And he had a really, really great quote the other day, so I'm going to try and find it now, because it's just very poignant. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, here we go. So it's um, Kumail uh, Nanjiani, a few days ago, seeing a lot of MAGA people complaining about being demonised. Here's the difference. I didn't like MAGA people because of their ideas. They didn't like me because of my existence. And I think that's just a really just, um, uh, uh, what's the word now, poignant and simple quote to sum up the idea of like, yeah, I don't like them because of their ideas and their ideas are shitty and they can change their ideas and when they do, they'll be welcome back. They don't like mm-hmm. me because I'm Indian or because I'm brown or because I'm gay or what have you and I can't change that about myself. Therefore, like, and like yeah. if, if you can't change something about yourself, like that, like that, you should be allowed in certain people who are just making a choice not to like you. They're the people who shouldn't be allowed. And it's very strange mm. to just see just how... Uh, pervasive and how poisonous that idea and rhetoric is given like the sheer amount of people who have angrily yelled at me about oh come on you've just you're being just as bad as the racist it's like well here's the thing um until i actively campaign against people uh, the destruction of an entire race of people um due to the color of their skin or where they're from I'm always going to have just a little bit of moral high ground over a racist. I'm not sure about you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one it's... Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's 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 been an experience for me. And it's just been interesting, like, the amount of people, like, well, I'm going to stop watching your videos. Like, thanks, great.
1: Yeah. It's like, that perfect. That's exactly what we're on. Like, get out of this community right now. Oh, God, and just, like, on a weird little tangent okay. as well. I just want to mention something that I... In, in terms of, like, you know, the theming of, like, tolerance and um and inclusion. Mm-hmm. I I was just going through on my um, Xbox last week. Okay, yeah, sure. I'm just looking for a group to play Destiny with, like, do a certain mission. And I noticed that on, like, the looking for group posts, there was a hashtag being used as, like, females allowed. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I, this is not. And people were marking their posts with "female allowed." The fact as well they're using
0: the word "female," I really don't like that. No, because that's one of those things where it's um, a, a litmus test: if is someone a prick or not? And it's that like they refer to women as females. Because it's one of those weird <laughs> things that's pervasive on those like really toxic, um, like male-dominated communities, because it dehumanizes mm-hmm. women and just like um, strips them down to just. Being their gender and nothing else
1: exactly oh, yeah God. and I, I showed that to Jenna it was like would you ever feel comfortable playing with someone that used the like a post of females allow it,
0: it, it's ironically it makes it sound more exclusatory yeah <laughs> because like all it does is make you question wait are females not
1: allowed in other groups exactly that's what it's not saying oh, and it, it's terrible. Like, I can't believe when I saw that, I have just like, oh yeah, females are allowed here, implying that, yeah, females are not allowed in other areas. It's
0: also that thing as well of, like it matters. It's a fucking video game.
1: Yeah, it's like, I don't need your fucking permission <laughs> <laughs> to play a video game. And this is
0: one of the weirder arguments um, around like, equality. Like, in sports, there is some degree of arguments of like, should sports be segregated by Um, Gender when it's something like, I don't know, fucking football or tennis. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's physically, um, like at the elite level, elite male athletes will on average be stronger and like faster just due to like, you know, quirks of genetics. That's fair Mm. enough. But then you get, when it starts, and there are arguments to be made about how um, like um, blurry that line should be, and at what point there should be allowed. So obviously, have like doubles in, ten, like mixed doubles in tennis and badminton and things like that. But when you start to get to sports where, um, like physical strength and capabilities plays less of a role, and it's more to do with skill and finesse. Mm-hmm. When you get to things like archery, yeah, and things like that. That's when it starts. The line gets a lot more blurry, and I think chess is a big one where chess is still, for the most part, segregated by gender.
1: Wait, what? Yeah.
0: Did you not know this?
1: I've never heard of yeah.
0: that. And they are female only. Like baffling? Yeah, they are female only competitions for chess.
1: Because, yeah, I get, like, when in the Olympics, for example, they split them by gender, and it's like, okay, as you mentioned, like, generally, males are going to have, like, more strength, and it's unfair to put women in, like, a weightlifting competition with men. Mm. But chess... The, like I don't understand the, the thinking around. That. And they have a similar thing with like video
0: games, where I I'm just gonna double check now. I think it's uh, uh, esports women only. Let's see, I'm just gonna double check like what it was now. Uh, da, 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 mm. da. Uh, esports <laughs> women banned from competing. I'm just gonna double check because I remember like this. Is the thing cause, like in chess, it makes no sense. Oh, yeah, no, here we go. It's, it's uh, some uh, mind based game. A, a half stone gaming tournament ban women.
2: What?
1: Like half stone, a fucking um, turn based video game. Again, like, I don't understand the thinking when it's, you know, A, a video game. Like, m- males and females can compete in video games fairly. Mm. But especially when it is something like. Chess or Hearthstone, where it's like a turn-based like strategy game. Yeah, and it's like, oh yeah, well, women and men can't compete. It's like, why? And then that. you have like
0: chess. and um, One of the arguments is, well, if women were allowed to compete with the men, because no woman is ranked as high as a man, she would not be able to compete. And someone's like, yeah, maybe that's because it's such a it's a fucking boys' club, and women feel naturally yeah. excluded because they feel excluded. Like, no women train for chess because if you see, oh. Kind of woman competing chess, and everyone in it's a misogynistic prick, and there's no funding mm-hmm. for it, and you don't get encouraged to do it. Of course, it's going to have more men. It's like one of those things; it's self fulfilling. Yeah, like women don't see it as an option, so women don't go do it. And you had something similar um, with the uh, aviation, where um, female pilots were a rarity for many many years. And one of the there mm-hmm. there's a number of factors that led to that. Um, one of them is that um, getting a pilot's license cost a fucking fortune. And for a lot of years, one of the few ways where um, you have like gentlemen pilots and stuff, don't you? Like rich people who just fly, they pursue aviation as a hobby. Um, Yeah. With the exception of those, the only way to learn how to fly a plane without spending hundreds of thousands of your own dollars um, was to learn in the military. And for years, women were excluded from flying fighter jets and things like that in the military, which has changed. And now because there's women who can fly fighter jets, you can get women who can go into the commercial field as well. And it was also as well, it was a dinosaurs club, I think is the way I've heard it described. And when I was researching an article for why there so few female pilots, it was a boys club. People were sexist. And there are female pilots Mm. talking about how people will stand up and get off planes when they hear a woman's voice come over the tannoy and say, this is your pilot speaking. Oh my God. That's the thing that happens to female pilots sometimes. It's like when you've got that kind of culture and it's that pervasive, it's really difficult to encourage girls to get into it.
1: Yeah, and I think that stems from like a lot of things that are male dominated. It's like when a woman walks into like a literal boys' club, and it's all just like sexism and uh, discrimination and shit like that. It's like why are the women going to stick around? It's like that um, the Hannibal meme, isn't it?
0: Shoot, who shot Hannibal? It's like oh, um, just pervasive horrible sexism. Why won't women join our club? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that's one but it's just really strange to know, like so like chess fucking chess
1: that's ridiculous it's a fucking mind
0: game like, you reco- yeah. like, it's, like people in wheelchairs and like can play chess yeah then that's one of those baffling ones and you can think the and the arguments that they use to like keep that system in place completely fall apart when you just ask well do you even let women know it's an option that they can play chess Do you go to Mm -hmm. like a lot of like um, like chess hopefuls and stuff? They get like picked up in like early life. It's like, do girls ever get tested for this? Like, do like chess grandmasters teach their daughters, for example, to play chess? No, okay. (laughs) Same thing with like pilots and stuff. And like, when I wrote an article about it today, I found out it was um, the idea that women don't even see it as an option. And it's like, you need to present Mm. it to young girls from a, a very young age that they can be a pilot. One of the ways you do that is by encouraging people to join it now. And you normalise the idea of women being pilots, it becomes something that's one some of the things. And it's, it's again, it's just self fulfilling prophecy. But God, that one's just amazing, though, isn't it? Fucking Half Stone, a turn based fucking video game. God, banning female players.
1: Yeah, and again, like, you you tend to see a lot of less women in esports in particular because, like, again, it's another one of those fucking places. It's just dominated by like misogynistic men. Yeah, and even if you say the players um, aren't like,
0: we all know, we all know the kind of guys who like video games. And by saying that, yeah.
1: you are pissing off that guy, and it's like, no, I'm fucking not. Well, as well, just like a lot of the terminology used, like I remember watching like the, uh, the, Smash, the Smash Bros, Bros documentary, documentary a long time ago, yeah. and it's like. Oh yeah, uh, they like to just throw the word rape around a lot, and it makes me feel really uncomfortable. So I stop playing. Yeah, and that's like, yeah,
0: great. If people are wondering the Smash Bros. documentary. It's like, it was one of those early YouTube videos that got really, really big, like grassroots. Mm-hmm. And it's just a, a four and a half hour long video about the competitive scene of the video game Smash Bros. And throughout yeah. all of it, they have I think one woman who appears at, like the two hour mark. Mm -hmm. In direct response to the question, why are there no female Smash players? And that's what she says, isn't it? And they completely gloss over the fact that the entirety of this community has actively excluded 50% of the population. Just Mm -hmm. by casually throwing around one of the most offensive words to hear as a woman. And they never address it at all during the documentary, do they? Like, they might pay lip service to the fact, well, yeah, I can see why somebody would be offended, but, you know, it's just the way it's always been. It's like, that's never been an excuse people buy for keeping things shit.
1: Yeah, because that's one of the the things that, like, one of the the males on the show then, on the documentary then turn around and say, of like, yeah, I guess it's bad, but it's just kind of the way it has been. And it's like, that is not a, a response. That should be... Oh shit! Well, we should do something about it and change the way we talk. Yeah, and not just uh, eh, Well, we've always said it,
0: which never works. And we can uh, use this as a jumping off point for like, one of uh, a statistic that I adore. And I'm going to double check the numbers on it now, so, uh, 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 uh. because this is like one of those things that you will not believe is true. Oh,
1: okay, I'm I'll just like find a little research. Okay,
0: so here we go. So this it was a YouGov, uh, YouGov poll a, um, a couple of uh, years ago. Well, actually, no, a year ago, 2019. And they polled oh, okay. thousands of men worldwide and asked them a simple question. Do you think you could score a point in a tennis match against Serena Williams?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And... To clarify, like, this is not, could you beat Serena Williams in a tennis match? This is, could you score a single point against a um, a rested Serena Williams in her prime? And they didn't ask mm-hmm. amateur tennis enthusiasts, they didn't ask pro players. They asked random men on the street. And bearing in mind, tennis is yeah. a super niche sport. So I reckon, like, you wouldn't even get, like, if you got 100 people, probably, like, one of them would know how to swing a tennis racket properly.
1: Yeah, probably. And if that.
0: One in eight men said they believe that they could do it. Which is baffling. Yeah. And there's probably men listening to this right now saying, oh, I could take one point off Serena Williams. Let's, let's have a look now. Serena Williams' serve speed.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Let's just have a look. I don't think you'd have a chance to hit the ball back. Yeah, Let so, score a point. so
0: Serena Williams' serve speed is 170 kilometres per hour.
1: Cool.
0: So it's one of the fastest serves... In the world. So we've got an article here, actually. When I Google Serena Williams' um, serve speed, it comes up. List of fastest serves ever. <laughs> and it is Serena Williams, and she's edged out only by five other people, including her sister. And her serve speed is 128 miles per hour. Oh, my God. And, oh, like, insane, one in eight men think they could return that serve. And not only return it, we'll return it with enough accuracy and finesse to beat Serena Williams, who is able to yeah. um like consistently return serves of equal or greater speed for hours at a time. Yeah.
1: Oh god. And it's like she's got something one of the like longest running and most successful tennis players of all time, i don't. Oh yeah, she is incredible. Yeah, like she just keeps fucking going and keeps
0: fucking winning. But it's one of those things where like one in eight men think they could beat like not like take one point <laughs> off. Like, that's like if you compare, it's like you do this with any other sportsman. It's like, do you think that you could like you know score one clean hit against Mike Tyson in his prime? Do you yeah like, or like do you think you're gonna uh... do you think you could beat Michael no. Jordan? Do you think you could score one basket on Michael Jordan? In a That's game.
1: exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, like, do you think you could? Like, one in eight people. Like, like, no one would think they could do it. Um, no. The reason I like this as well is because um, there was this guy, Longwall Twenty uh, Six, Jason. He goes by on Twitter. Did what might be one of the greatest pieces of short fiction I have ever seen in response to this. Confident in my ability to properly tennis, I take to the court. I smile at my opponent. Serena does not return the gesture. She'd be prettier if she did. I think she serves the ball passes cleanly through my skull killing me instantly because <laughs> <laughs> that's how it go it's like, like men are so overly confident in their own skill despite not having any reason to be oh god it's ridiculous it's like there's a, a great article uh, I can dodge this one as well it's uh, W... So there's another article. Here. It's a similar story, but it's not someone who's, like famous. So it's um, this is a Washington oh, okay, Post yeah. article. Oh well, it's uh, behind a paywall. Fucking great. But <laughs> <laughs> either way, I can see the I can see the description. So so I can get the I can okay, get the yeah. details that I need. But it's a Washington Post article. It's like I'm a WNBA player. Men won't stop challenging me to play one on one, and I've um, I read this. Um, like, most, I think it was a site you know repost on another website where it's like f- stop mm. putting fucking paywalls on interesting articles. Yeah. I like you shouldn't have to pay to get fucking accurate news. This is why we got Donald Trump anyway. And <laughs> the story of it is like it's this lady she plays in the WNBA. Like she's like six foot three, I think it is. Like yeah. so she's very tall for a woman and like tall for a man, in fact. Like, she's that is tall she, for anyone. <laughs> she is a professional athlete. She plays basketball ten hours a day every day. And she talks about Mm. how she's had to stop telling people what she does for a living because every time she mentions, (laughs) oh, I play in the WNBA, like the Women's National Basketball Association, uh, men ask her, oh, so do you think you could beat me? And without even stopping, she goes, yes. Yes, I could. Oh, my God. Yeah. And they get really upset and annoyed. It's like, what makes you say that? Because I'm a professional athlete. I get paid to play basketball. I practice 10 hours a day. You played for a couple hours a week when you were a kid of course I can beat you with basketball. <laughs> <laughs> and so many men like will stop dates and make them go to a basketball court to play, and then she beats them and they don't call her.
1: Yeah, it's like, oh, she fucking beat me. And it's but, like, why yeah, are yeah. men
0: so shit accepting this?
1: And that actually reminds me a bit of, uh, you know, something we talked about not long ago, the boys of when they're going bowling. Yes. And he, she's like, oh, well... I'm just like, got a ball in every shot. And he's like, no, use your fucking powers. Like, show me what you've got. And she just, like, gets a strike. And you know, some then, men will get annoyed about that. Well, that's. I, I don't know whether she outright states it, but I guess that's what it is of like, oh, well, you know, when I do that, guys just, like, don't want to go on another date with
0: me. Yeah, because men don't like being embarrassed by women. Mm-hmm. Because there's no weaker man than one who's scared of a strong woman. And, enough, um, yeah. like. Th- the fa- and here's a good story. It's like SB Nation. So the WNBA's, uh, they have male practice squads, and they hmm. lo- and they lose to women all the time. So one of the things, like <laughs> one of the things, obviously, like, uh, and that's what we talked about. Like, at a professional level, chances like it's just due to like you know the people at the very upper echelons of competitive sport. They yeah. are like freaks of nature. They are like the very t- tippy top of what humanity can achieve. Like yeah. men tend to outpace women just like um, statistically. And there's like, um, I think it's, but it gets really strange when you get to the very, very top for women because they struggle to find anyone to play against. And there's a, um, like with the WNBA, they have to play against men because they can't play against other women because they're so good that there is no one who can pose a challenge to them. So they have to play against men and they Mm -hmm. routinely win. And like the story you've probably heard is that there was a, um, a women's football team Played against teenage boys and lost. It's like a, a, a story that gets like thrown around a lot by weird misogynists of like, look how shit women are. Oh, Okay, and yeah. the story, the backstory to that that no one ever like, bothers to read up on is that it wasn't a, a squad of teenage boys. It was the um, country's youth squad. So it wasn't oh. like it wasn't <laughs> like a team of like fifteen year old schoolboys It was the under-16s national team who were being groomed to play for the country. Yeah. So, essentially, like, the very tippy top, like, people who were just on the cusp of going to go pro.
1: Literally, like, the best fucking 11, 15-year-olds in the entire country. Yeah. And it's what it always oh, gets like, framed yeah. as.
0: Oh, yeah, a women's squad lost to a bunch of schoolboys. Like, no, these are like you know elite athletes who were being groomed for professional grade competition. Like a year later, they will be playing for the national squad. That's how good they are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then there's another one where it's uh, I think the leading badminton player at the moment uh, for women cannot find any women to play against because <laughs> she's so good that she beats every woman. But then it gets framed mm. like, oh, she has to practice against the world number seventeen man or something like that. And then people frame as, like, oh, look how much worse she's like. Like, but this, like, the people who are above, like, they're like a foot taller and weigh like 30 pounds more. The fact she's even competing with them <laughs> shows how good she is. Mm mm-hmm. like, It's the same reason they have like weight classes in boxing. It doesn't matter how good you are. If someone's got like an extra 20 pounds of muscle and a foot on you, there's not really much, there's only so much skill can do to circumvent that advantage. Exactly, yeah. But like, when you get like shitty, weird men framing it as women being worse, it's like, no, it's just like there's a level of professional athletes when they get to. Where just like they can't compete with um, their peers because they're so good. Yeah, yeah. But I just love that one though. <laughs> I could be Serena Williams in a fucking tennis. Match. I could take a That's, point off her. Oh gosh. That's it gets me every time I think about it. Because like you just imagine yeah. like just asking a man on the street, like, could you take a point off Serena Williams? Like, yeah, I could. It's like, no, you fucking couldn't. <laughs> like she serves the like and if I was her, if they ever actually went out and did this, I would hope that Serena Williams would hit the ball right at them. Yeah. <laughs> because um, there's a great one that uh, a sports team sits um well, We're talking a lot about sports today and shit, man. So it's going to be quite fun.
1: <laughs> it's going to be a podcast that a lot of people enjoy. Coming. Well,
0: they're going to be really... Like, people are already mad anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so here we go here. This is ESPN. And uh, so what... So e- Oh, God, no, I've got a video. So ESPN, what they did is uh, there was... Um, a college football game where a player missed a field goal. He missed a kick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it cost them the game. Uh, I don't know like the exact details here, but I've got the video here. I can send... Uh, actually, I don't need to send it to you, I can just explain it. But um, the, what happened was, uh, like, this guy, he missed the field goal. Of, and he was, like, understandably very upset. And the fans, though, were even more upset. And as you might imagine, shitty football fans... You bear in mind this is college guys. This guy's a like 18, 20 years old. He's a young kid, essentially. Compared mm. to some of the adult, fully grown adult men screaming at him. Saying, yeah. I could, saying I could have made that kick. Completely ignoring the fact that, well, he's been competing all day. And there's a lot of factors that come into taking a field goal kick. Like the number one the most obvious one being pressure. You've got like a hundred thousand mm. people watching you do this. You have the entire game resting on your shoulders. So what they did is um they tracked people down on Twitter who were shit talking this guy who missed the kick, and then invited them to like a special screening for ESPN. And when they rocked up, <laughs> set up the field goal from the same distance that guy missed it, and didn't, and said, "Okay, now you take it." <laughs> and all the people are like, "Do I get to practice?" So I say, "No, he didn't. You do it." And every single one of them misses. Oh god, that's amazing. But it's like the fact they confront them and say, "Oh, so you did?" You, and they show them a tweet. Did you say that? You could have made this kick right here. Well, we've set up a goal right now. Would you like to take a go? And every single one of them fucking spoons it and sends it careening across the ground. (laughs) No one gets it in um, through the goal.
1: Oh, God. And then, yeah, that's the thing is, most people struggle to do something on a stage in front of 50 people. Imagine what it feels like. Surrounded by, what, 40,000 people in the stadium and then millions of people watching on TV. Yeah, and do you know what my favourite thing is?
0: You know, like, um, all the comments of people like, oh, I bet I could have made it. Yeah. <laughs> Despite, like, you know, the existence of this video showing that, like, you probably couldn't. The average person, bear in mind, these are professional. Like, they are on mm. the cusp. Like, these are college-level after. They're going to be going to, co- like, the NFL the following year. Like, these are the mm. creme de la creme of youth talent, and they can't do it. And it's like that legendary tweet from Ninja on it of when, oh, I don't understand why uh, people in the NFL can't score a field goal every single time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I if People are wondering what we're talking about here. This was like a legendarily bad take from um, oh, known God. asshole and N-word sayer, Ninja. God. And I'm
1: going to read it out its in funny its that, like, you said all that legendary tweet by... <laughs> Uh, Ninja, and I had to scroll through, like, a list in my head of which one it could have been. Yeah.
0: so this is a quote from Ninja, at Ninja on Twitter. I'll never understand how college and NFL football teams allow kickers that just miss kicks. But I feel like there has to be a pool of kickers in the US that won't miss simple kicks. Or snappers that won't miss snaps. I don't know, man, it seems so silly. Would love opinions on this. And this is one of those tweets that I think Ninja either deleted it or shied away from because... Yeah, Within minutes, he was being dunked on by everybody in the world for how fucking <laughs> stupid he is. Because there are countless factors that go into kicking a field goal. As we mentioned, like pressure, yeah. wind, um, like the grass that you are on, the shoes that you are wearing. And it sounds silly to think like, oh, how can this affect it? But if you think there are a million different things that can affect how this ball goes like. So the example I like to use is bowling. Mm. And you might think, with bowling, how can bowling be a professional sport? Surely, at some point, you can just figure out how to get a strike every single time, right? I mean, you'd imagine so. And The fact that you don't, and there are professional bowlers out there who cannot consistently get a strike, even if you don't mm-hmm. understand the mechanics behind it, it, probably suggests that there is more at play than is at first meets the eye. Because if it was that easy to get
1: a strike every single time, professional players will get a strike every single time. Yeah, like you could feasibly build a robot that gets a strike one hundred percent of the time. Well, people have and they don't. Like people have built Wait, really? people have play, people have built um,
0: bowling robots that still can't get strikes. Because even if you launch really? the ball in a straight line at one hundred miles an hour, uh, and any number of factors can affect it. And the number one being like there's oil on the lanes and how oil the lane is. Uh, like there can be like micro mm. like microscopic bumps. The ball itself might have like uh, like chips and dips in it, like imperceptible to the human eye. But when it's rolling around, it goes like say hundred miles an hour and it can go in one of these other imperceptible Like there's any number of factors that can cause it, like, you know, slide off by a tiny amount. And it's the same with a yeah, field, yeah. field goal kick. Uh, because like it is, even if you remove as much randomness as you can, there's still going to be some elements of that at play.
1: Well, at the end of the day, like a field goal kick is outside yeah, and there's wins. So, like, even just nature is getting in the way.
0: And so, but just even if you don't understand any of that, the fact that teams that pay people millions of dollars a year still have people on their roster who miss would suggest that maybe it's not as easy
1: as you think it is. Yeah, because if it was possible to get kickers that never miss, people would have done it by yeah. now. Uh, but like the idea that ninjas,
0: like, oh, I don't get this, and the response. And did you ever see the response that someone did? Uh, maybe. Okay, so in response to this, um, Ducky the Gamer, Ducky by the way, at Twitter, on Twitter, responded to Ninja. Um, I'll never understand how pro Fortnite players just miss shots. I feel like there has <laughs> to be pools of pro players who can just click on their heads and hit every shot with a hundred percent accuracy. Just seems so silly. And he posted that three minutes after Ninja posted his tweet. (laughs) And Ninja, in response, um, showing a heroic amount of just complete non-awareness of his situation. This is the stupidest fucking reply ever. Fortnite requires movement, editing, building, rotating and hitting shots. There are not positions in Fortnite. A kicker's job is literally to kick. Horrible analogy. Kind of embarrassing. And... (laughs) I'd argue that ninja is uh, what makes this even funnier is Fortnite exists in a virtual world there is there is no randomness in that world.
1: Yeah. Like, like it's programmed
0: besides the like, you know the other players. Like if you cl- yeah, yeah. if you click on someone if you click on someone with your gun and if you are accurate you will hit that shot every single time. Like there are no random factors that can like you know impact that like your bullet won't miss it won't curve off to the side if you like it will hit 100% of the time as
1: long as your accuracy is good yeah in Fortnite, there's nothing like wind affecting it or anything like that mm. but just the idea that he uh, he legitimately
0: thinks it is harder to play Fortnite than play in the nfl <laughs> oh
1: god <laughs> think it's about just a... think about that oh god like i can't like i can't form words of just how stupid it is it's
0: just as well like the lack of self-awareness about his thing of they did it to take the piss
1: and he didn't
0: see it and go oh maybe i made a mistake here his defense is no it's a lot harder than you think just because you think it looks simple doesn't mean there's a lot more um, elements at play that you don't understand and it's like he didn't get it
1: yeah, like, it's it, like, do it, you it, not it, understand? You've just described the exact reason why people don't hit kicks every uh, time. He,
0: and then it, within his own reply where he is saying this, he doubles down that a kicker's job is literally to kick.
1: Yeah. And it's like, oh my
0: God, like... And he's, and every time I like feel bad and I want to feel worse, I just think Ninja gets paid millions of pounds a year. And then I remember that YouTube and content
1: creation is not a meritocracy because how do people like that get to the fucking top? <laughs> my favourite thing is just like if you want to feel even worse about it is the fact that they got paid like him and what like Dr. Disrespect or maybe like Shroud and people like that got paid millions upon millions to, go to move to Mixer for six months <laughs> like yeah like maybe less than six months and then come back it's like oh god and then just go straight back to Twitch or do whatever the fuck they want I made out like fucking bandits on that one absolutely
0: that was incredible absolutely. speaking of streaming services like there's something we mentioned on the podcast I think the last time we recorded it do you remember mm-hmm. our talk about Mr Alex Hutchinson like idiot who is wrong oh yeah um, <laughs> a little addendum to that that I want to mention so to like just to, um go over this again so we're all on the same page Um as. uh a guy a couple of weeks ago tweeted out um, in response to Twitch streamers getting DMCA takedowns for playing music on mm-hmm. their streams and being at risk of losing their entire channel. Uh, tweeted out that Twitch streamers should pay licenses for games that they play. Yeah, And basically just being like the most wrong anyone has ever been about video games, and he was shit <laughs> on from a great height by almost the entirety of Twitter. And some it, um, information that I left out that I found out after the fact is that. Um, that guy um, is the most ratioed man in the history of Twitter. How do you mean? Uh, So a ratio is when um, you generally, uh, you see, when you make a really bad take on Twitter and a ratio is right. Rather than um, people responding to you or retweeting it in agreement, they retweet it with like a statement saying you are fucking wrong. So Joe, oh, right okay, now, yeah. when you click someone's Twitter, pro a tweet, and you look, and it's got like 30 retweets and like 4,000 quote tweets of people yeah. just being like, look at this fucking idiot. That's been ratioed. Um, that guy, oh, okay. uh, with that series of three tweets, um, was ratioed so much by everybody just dunking on him and calling him <laughs> an idiot. So he's like, his ratio of people just saying you're a prick compared to the people who liked his actual statement um, makes him the most ratioed man on Twitter. No and the other thing that I learned, and this is incredible, is um, he said he worked for Google Stadia and then I oh, changed yeah. that very quickly to uh, something that doesn't say or suggest that um, he speaks for the company in any manner, way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the only time Google Stadia has ever trended on Twitter is after he sent out that tweet. so the only time stadia has ever trended on twitter is when people were dunking on that guy and i think that goes part way to explaining why he very quickly stopped tweeting and removed that from his profile (laughs) and i just found out that little bit and i thought i need to mention that as soon the next time we talk on the podcast if i forget it will get lost in the source and never get brought up again and that's too funny not to mention
1: Oh, my God. Like, that says it all for Google Stadia right there, yeah. doesn't it? I'm not even going to clarify Jesus. what it is because it doesn't matter. I remember... Um, I can't remember when exactly it was, but it was towards, like, the start of um, lockdown. And we mm-hmm. were all, you know, doing the family quizzes. And it was, you know, the classic time where everybody in the world decided, let's all do quizzes together yeah. to, like, get through lockdown I've already got and a mate of mine
0: who, like, at the start of lockdown has said, uh, second lockdown, if I get a, uh, an invite to a go- to a quiz on Zoom, I'm fucking blocking that person. I'm so tired <laughs> of, like, um, Zoom quizzes.
1: Yeah, and it was like, Jenna made a quiz, and everyone, you know, in, who was participating played games and such. Mm-hmm. And Jenna mentioned Google Stadia as part of the question, and everyone was like, I just don't know what that Google Stadia thing is. Which
0: sums it up. People, like, even... Mm-hmm. My people who have no idea what video games are know what a fucking PlayStation is.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And I think one of my favourite things about the Stadia is just the amount of dunking on it. And I'm like one of the forums um, that I like browse on occasion, there was this guy, he wrote like this 400-word post angrily about people need to stop saying that the Stadia is going to die and that Google's going to kill it. And he goes on this huge, long rant about people are so negative about the Stadia and in his thing, defending like the stadium, and saying Google will not cancel it, he admits, yes, Google canceled a lot of products, but the stadium is different. <laughs> and the first response, and the only one that people quoted after the fact, is just saying, Google's still going to kill it, though. <laughs> and that was it. And nobody interacted with the, uh, the post at all. Just like, no, it's still going to get killed, though. And the guy was so mad. Oh, God. It's like, no, the Stadia's a good idea. Stop dunking on it. Stop saying it's shit without giving it a chance. It's like, no, but Google's still going to kill it, though.
1: I love that just, like, Google Stadia exists in a world where you can get Game Pass and have a library of, like, over 100 games that you can just play as your phone as part of, like, the included service. It's great. It's like, how does Stadia want you to pay a subscription service and buy games individually when fucking game pass exists you see as well they also try to argue that you don't own the games like
0: right, people like they have <laughs> still not clarified because <laughs> yeah, people like we, i guess you have to say what steady is it is
1: a subscription service is it uh so it, yeah it's a streaming service where you subscribe monthly and like buy games to stream which sounds an awful lot like netflix for games right Apart from
0: that, you don't get a library of games included. Because that's the thing, it sounds like Netflix for games, and that's how a lot of the media advertised it, because that's what a lot of people mm-hmm. understood it to mean. And Netflix for games sounds like a great idea, it sounds like a right money winner. And you are thinking, why yeah. isn't Stadia taken off? It's because it's not actually Netflix for games. And Google themselves had to issue a statement saying it's not Netflix for games because you don't actually get access to a library of games. When you subscribe, you actually get access to the Stadia service on which you can buy games. Yeah. It's like, so you want me to pay for a subscription where I also have to pay for more games? And then that alone sounds like it potentially could have been useful if I like, mm-hmm. say you get to keep those games or like you know they're very reasonably priced, or you get like a massive discount for being part of the subscription. Yeah. It's like, no, they're charged at full price. And when Google were pressed on, well, what happens if Stadia dies because Google cancels everything? Mm. Google went and just nah, we're not telling you. Is <laughs> that like, the fact that you won't tell us if we'll still own this content after paying for it means I'm not confident you're going to let me keep it? I don't think I'll subscribe to this. site. Like, thank you.
1: Yeah, your silence says it all, Google.
2: Mm.
0: Oh God, and like. Because like the way you sum it up is, imagine if you got Netflix and then every time you clicked on something, oh, wow, well, this looks good. It said, okay, now give us a fiver. I reckon 99% of people upon seeing that would be like, fuck off
1: and cancel it immediately. And that's basically like you've just described Amazon Prime. Yeah, I was
0: about to say, and that's one of the reasons I let my Prime lapse after I got it for free. Yeah. Um, from doing a big order. Um, because mm. nothing pissed me off more than, oh, this show looks good. Click on it. Four pounds, please. Like, do not put this in. If you're not giving me with Prime, I don't care. Yeah, the included with Prime section should be the only thing on that fucking app. Or I should be able to, it should be its own separate window that I can just tab over to. So I don't get the thing of, oh, wow, I want to watch this show. Give us extra money. It's like, no, fuck you.
1: It's like, oh, I didn't notice the fucking Prime thing wasn't in the corner. It's like, god damn it. I got excited about that.
0: It annoys me so much. Yeah.
1: It's like, oh,
0: and that's one of the reasons I let my Prime lapse like, I watch the stuff on it, but the moment it laps, like, I don't care because that that was so individually frustrating. Like on Halloween, for example, I was like, "Oh, let's look for yeah. some horror movies." Like, and I saw a couple of horror movies that look quite good. Click on them. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, you not got this is not included with Prime. Like, then why is it included in the search?
1: Yeah, because I did the same with like Batman movies. I was like, maybe I'll go and watch like the old Batman movies. And it's like, oh yeah, they're, they're all on here, but you've got to buy them. So fuck off.
0: It's like, god damn it, I don't want this. Especially as well, when Prime costs like a five or a month and then they have the cheat to charge you seven
1: quid for one film. Yeah, I think it's like 7 a month, but most films cost like five pounds to rent. Yeah. And even I if they like they even Don't they still come up with the option of like renting HD or rent in yeah. SD? And here's like a problem that I have because clearly people still pay that
0: amount. But what I don't get is, like, with how much media has been devalued, and I'd argue it's a good thing, because mm-hmm. like a th- something like a shit horror movie from 2010, no one gives a fuck about. I'm not paying a fiver to watch that. But when it's on Netflix, yeah. as part of a library of hundreds of things, I'll watch that. And people who make that film would argue that that's devaluing their content. But for us, as a consumer, that's great for me. Yeah. And I just I'm wondering, and there is a price point where I would pay. It's like if I clicked on a movie and it was 99p. If it said, you can watch this movie, we'll add it to your account, and you can have it for a month, and it was 99 pence, that is an amount where I'd look at it and go, fuck it, I'll pay that. Yeah, yeah. But when it's like a fiver, and I know that Netflix costs £7, I'm like, why would I pay that? And it's the same thing with games. Like, well, go and look, and it's like, oh, how much is it for this game? And it's like £75 for the digital deluxe edition. Mm-hmm. It's like, why the fuck would I pay? Oh, you go look like um, an old, a game that's been out like 10 years on digital. And it's like still. It's tw- still it's, like
1: 20 quid. Yeah. It's 25
0: pounds. Like, I'm not going to pay that because. But if it, if it said a fiver, that's in the range of, fuck it, I'll pay that. Oh, totally, yeah. And I'd, I'd love to see the marketing or the research that's been done to say at what price point they. Clearly these companies have the money to do this. They know at what price point they'll make the most amount of profit. And clearly, mm-hmm. I am not in the target demographic as the kind of people who would buy this content. Yeah. But surely, there must be enough people out there who are like me, who are just like, more money conscious and have grown up as like part of the cord-cutting generation of like, fuck you, I'm not paying this much for like one piece of content that I don't even get to
1: own. Yeah, and I think I, similar to you in that sense, but... It's like you know talking about video games. Like some fighting games I play, where it's like, oh, a character costume is four ninety nine. I'm like, fuck off. But then a yeah. me costume is like a pound. It's like, yeah, I'll buy that. Whatever. That's what. Yeah,
0: uh, my girlfriend she plays League, and League's mm-hmm. a free to play game, and you can buy skins in that. Uh, but, yeah, like, you get lots of free. And that's like the free to play model. Mm-hmm. And like I'll play Call of Duty. Cause it's just a good game for like the background, like and for playing with friends. Because that's what really all my friends play. Yeah. It's Call of Duty. So we'll play it together and like. You are going that, how much is a skin in this game? Well, it's 800 COD points. And it's like, well, how much do COD points cost? It's like, well, I can buy 1,200 COD points, so not enough to buy anything except one costume, and then I've got to save up or buy more to get... It's like, and they always do that, and that's a whole other issue. But it's like, they, that's cost how 10, we get, yeah. they cost £10. So this costume is worth about 7 quid. And it's like, bear in mind, Call of Duty is a first-person shooting game, so I don't even get to see the <laughs> costume.
1: Other people do.
0: Yeah, so I'm paying money so other people can see that I'm bright pink. In a game, that's a realistic war sim and anything that's not jet black or dark brown gets instantly shot at. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know about you, but when I play games like that and I see someone wearing the ridiculous bright pink costume, I will aim for them every time.
1: See, it depends on the game because, like, yeah, in Call of Duty, I probably will. But then, for example, in Destiny... I really like just oh, giving yeah, but- my character like just bright ass armor. But that's part of the game
0: style on as well. They give you that for free. Yeah. Like if you knew though that someone had paid a tenner for like a bright glowing costume in Destiny and you were in PvP, <laughs> yeah. would you not aim for them on principle? Because I do it in one, fuck you. It's obnoxious yeah. and it ruins the tone of the game for me. And two, I want uh, you are encouraging this behavior. You are actively ruining video games. As a medium, by letting companies know they can get away with this shit, I'm going to punish... It's like the one at the moment, and it pisses me off the mouth, because it's so fucking ugly. In Call of Duty, they had a Halloween mo- uh, mode, and some Halloween-related oh, yeah. costumes. Now I'm just going to... Because I'm guessing you don't play Cod much? I know, no, I don't. Okay, so... I'm just going to send you one of the costumes that you could buy, and when I send you this picture, I want to let you know that this costume, and a company like gun and Set, cost about the, the cost of the equivalent of £10. Oh, okay, yeah. So I think this cost £10. Oh, Bernie Mimes is like a $60 game. Or
1: £60 game. Oh, God, no. The <laughs> jigsaw.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> Just describe it to people, Lucas. Uh,
1: So this is like a man in Call of Duty standing there with a realistic looking gun Wearing a fucking outfit. Is it, it is Jigsaw, isn't it? No, it's Billy the Puppet from the Saw series. Because, yeah. I thought the name was Jigsaw. I might be just the getting Puppet. I is, don't watch horror Yeah,
0: It's Billy the Puppet from the from Saw. Saw
1: series, yes.
0: Wearing a mask like that. And the amount of people I see running around wearing that costume. Oh, God. And the, the best bit is, because it's got like the huge dumb wig on it, through a yeah. thermal scope, it looks like he's got a giant head. <laughs> so he's really, really easy to headshot. Really, really easy. And the other one, and like this is like, one of the reasons I don't like it is because they refuse to commit to it. So like, this would be good mm. if you put more in. But uh, here's the other Halloween costume they did. What is that? It's Leatherface from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre oh uh, right fucking hell which is fair enough like you know what some horror icons I can see like you know maybe if they did like you know five or six of them or maybe if they just yeah it in yeah. and you had a game mode where everybody wore horror, like Halloween costumes or they gave That'd like cool. yeah and there's like I think it's like uh, like 20 different characters you can play as if they give every single one of them like a Halloween costume skip. so mm-hmm. everyone's wearing Halloween costumes in in like the Halloween players because some of the playlists they changed them like Domination. Um, instead of capturing flags, you capture scarecrows. Oh, cool! And they like um, in like ca- um, collecting tags. You're not collecting tags anymore. You're collecting like little pumpkins and skulls. And in some matches, the winner has a flaming pumpkin on their head. Things like little details like that. But yeah, yeah. Like you have Billy the Puppet and Leatherface, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre guy, um, running around um, with people who look like this. And I'm just gonna put in costumes. Uh, operator costumes, just to show some of them off. <laughs> uh, let's just see if we can find like, some of them, pretty cool. Like because, yeah, uh, yeah. this is what they're doing. Bear in mind, like some of these, they go alongside uh, people like they've called Milsim, which is just these are real military units from around the world. Like uh, you have like special forces costumes from around. Oh, the right, world, okay, yeah. and they're running alongside fucking Leatherface. Oh god. So bad. Yeah, they so look you, they
1: don't even look that good.
0: So you have like um those guys running into a battle alongside this.
1: Oh my god. And Note just describe that. Just
0: describe that to people.
1: Uh so that is like a woman who is wearing a helmet with little like cat ears on it. And it's Mara Kawaii cat. Yep. Yeah. I just wear just like what looks like a fucking sports outfit. Yeah. And she's just got cat ears on her helmet
0: because it's like the streamer girl skin. Because that's the yeah. character all the weird guys play, because they've like draw fan out of her. And also you can run around with a gun that looks like this. <laughs> and it is a gun with an anime girl on it. Yeah. And they keep putting those in. It's like, this is a game where you can call in white phosphorus and melt people alive. And you could be like quick scoping people with a gun with a fucking anime figurine on it. Yeah. It's like and that's the thing either put that in and double down on it and give people fucking and and as well you can get guns that fire bright pink laser gun uh, bullets yeah yeah and guns that turn people into like uh, explode into confetti and things like that but because they put so much different things in the clash and it makes the game look fucking ugly because they're all running around these like realistic war torn environments, and everyone's bright pink farming lasers. And then you've got like Leatherface in there, and then you've got the people who are playing it trying to be like super tactical, wearing like <laughs> they are like regular soldier man with a gun, and he's running and like he's getting quick scoped by Jigsaw with a bright pink or solid gold gun. It's well, like- we
1: mentioned it like when we were playing through uh, Modern Warfare 2, hmm. like the remaster for my channel, and it was like, oh, um. Yeah, it's like it has two separate tones that it really just goes for both of them at the same time. So, Call of Duty ends up as like this mess of trying to take itself really seriously, but then putting fucking Leatherface and anime guns in there at the same time.
0: It's because they're trying to appeal to the Fortnite crowd while also appealing to the Rainbow Six Siege crowd.
1: Yeah. Like, they
0: want the people who want to play a. Um... Realistic in big air quotes, tactical war shooter, but at the same time, they want the people who play Fortnite and spend like hundreds of dollars on skins. And the only way people are going to pay hundreds of dollars on skins is if they put in stupid looking skins that are obnoxious enough to spot from across the map. Because why would I pay for something if
1: people can't see it? It is that weird thing of like appealing to like players like Fortnite players, but also trying to keep like the tone of the original Call of Duty games and, like, keep those fans appeased at the same time. And
0: that's the problem where, because the tones clash so poorly, it just makes the game look visually ugly. Yeah. And that's the issue with it. And, like, some of them, it's like they leaned into it a little bit at first. Like, some of the soldiers had, like, um, casual outfits
1: mm-hmm. where
0: they're still wearing, like, military fatigues, but, like, they be wearing, like, a T-shirt. Like, um one was like, a guy wears a Burger Town T-shirt, but he's still wearing, oh, military, right. okay, he's wearing yeah. military fatigues. But he's got a Burger Town I was like, oh, yeah, like, you know, it's just like he's just chilling around the base or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then they've got, like, people, got fucking cat girls. Yeah, anime guns, leather face. And there's all they Great. put a real guy into the game, and I don't like that. What do you mean? Like, there's a real guy on YouTube or something like that who's, I forget what he's called now, but like, he's a former soldier who talks on YouTube, and they put him into the game. Oh, And it's just really weird, like, this is a a real guy. Yeah. And, like, you can now commit war crimes as this real soldier man. Or just murder him. Yeah. And, like, the thing is, like, that'd be fine because, like, they put real people in video games all the time. It's just really weird where, like, this is a game where one of the big things that came out about it before it was released is, like, you can commit war crimes and you had actual soldiers writing letters saying, please don't... Put white phosphorus in Call of Duty. It's one of the most horrific weapons of war ever devised. Yeah, and then you contrast that with like one guy's like, "Now fuck it, put me in." Mm. And then, not to mention as well, every fucker runs around wearing esports stuff because they're just like, "Oh yeah, here's your phase clan stuff," and it's half a fuck's sake. It's fuck it. just so fucking cringy, man. But, I hate po- stuff like that,
1: but- it does
0: because it ju- it just looks cringy and it it's. As well, all esports stuff looks fucking god awful. It's all bright red and
1: blue, and obnoxious and in your face. I mean, I like obnoxious and in your face, but it's like what gets me is that obviously it's similar to you know like uh, car racing where it's just slapped with every single like sponsored brand imaginable. That's
0: the thing, yeah. That's a really good comparison for it. Where compare like a. A, um, a very garish car like say I don't know a really really cherry red bright red cherry red Ferrari mm-hmm. and it's like that's obnoxious but in a classy way then compare yeah. that to like a NASCAR with like mm-hmm. 50,000 sponsors all over that's a really good way of putting it that's a good comparison where there's a way to do it where it doesn't clash awfully with the rest of the thing it is like one of them stands out like, they both stand out but one of them stands out because you just look at it and go ugh yeah yeah it's the same as like uh, t-shirts with designs on them, where I'm not sure if you've probably. Like, this is one of the things that really frustrates me about trying to buy graphic t-shirts of like say, oh, I want to get like uh, one that I hated and will always stick out to me is um, back when I got I think Dead Space Two. I, think hmm. I bought Dead Space Two and they gave me a free t-shirt with it, and the yeah. t-shirt had Isaac Clarke's rig on the front. So, oh, this is kind cool. of oh, okay. Yeah that's pretty neat it's like you know and it's it's got like the glow in the dark bit on it where his um, uh, um, health bar would be and I'm like this is pretty neat and -hmm. the annoying thing is though in massive huge block letters on the front it says Dead Space 2 yeah as I'm guessing like and people out there if you ever like try and go like oh a a t-shirt with like you know a Marvel character on it or something like that and then you'll Mm -hmm. go and buy it and then in massive fucking letters it says Infinity War or something like it's like I know it's from Infinity War I fucking watched it (laughs)
1: Yeah, and I actually, like, had this issue with a poster that I got rid of actually moving. because so I was like, you know what, I'm not putting this up. And it was a, like, collector's edition uh, poster that's, like, an A0 poster for a Legend of Zelda game. Mm-hmm. And it's a really nice, like, um, picture of the Master Sword, like, in the forest. But just then, in the bottom right is just the big logo for the game. Like, and it, oh. it ruins it every
0: single time. It always looks shit. Yeah. And that's what compared to It's like, oh God, I, I'd get this if it wasn't for that. And it's one of those reasons why usually fan-made stuff that's not official is better for this because they don't put the fucking logo on because the logo's copyrighted. <laughs> and it makes exactly. it look better. And I know it they It ha- makes it look a bit classier. It does because like people know what the thing is from and if they don't, that doesn't matter. You don't always have to have your brand front and
1: center. Sometimes you can just have a nice design. Yeah, like you can just have a cool picture of Goku without putting Dragon Ball Z on the bottom of it in massive fucking letters, so people know it's from Dragon Ball. But um, yeah, like, to end on talking about real people
0: in a video game, I really want to talk about the fact Rambo is in Mortal Kombat. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're know, like speaking of a series where it just tonally it does not matter. It does not mesh at all. It doesn't, but I think it's kind of like branded itself that way now. Yeah, because like Mortal Kombat is one of those series where it's the only one where I forgive putting all this dumb stuff in because it's Mortal Kombat. And if people don't know, Mortal Kombat Eleven has uh, a lot of DLC. I'm just gonna get bring up the game now and just to go through yeah. all the characters that are in it. I don't even remember who the characters are that are in it because it, it's starting uh, to. Now... I remember like the Terminator and RoboCop are both in there. That's the thing. It's, it's starting to get kind of silly with the number of characters that are in it now. So I just wanted to get yeah. a full list of all the characters that are in it, so we can talk about how weird it is. So yeah. Mortal Kombat Ultimate, the roster. So I'm on the Mortal Kombat website here. So we're just going to like just go into the guest characters. And Lucas, just stop me if you, if you hear something a bit strange here. So we've got um, Rambo, Robocop, Spawn, The Terminator, the Joker, (laughs) and you can see, and and this is what like people you forget the Joker's in it, but like here's the thing, like they almost had a theme where they put Rambo, Robocop, and Terminator in. You're like, yes, eighties action icons. This is exactly. But then they put the Joker in, and And that's where they put Spawn in, who's a comic character. It's like. That's where you start to lose me a little bit because you almost had a really good theme
1: going on, and then you fucking ruined it. And they did the exact same thing with Justice One and Two of like they had just you know cool DC characters as DLC. Had to throw in Scorpion and Sub Zero, didn't they? And Raiden. Yeah. And, then with and, like, Com- oh! and then with Mortal and then with Mortal Combat Ten, they put a load of horror icons in.
0: Yeah. Uh, so they put in Alien. They put in Predator. They put in Leatherface. They put in Jason. It's like wow, some like you know some horror sci-fi icons from the nineteen eighties. But then Freddy Krueger is in the previous game.
1: Yeah, he's he's like locked back in uh, Mortal Kombat nine, instead. and it's like it's you like, oh.
0: you almost had a really good game here. It's like oh, you were so close. Yeah, you were so close but- to pulling this off, and it's like it's just a shame.
1: And I get with like the likes of putting the Joker. In Mortal Kombat, I know what they're doing because it's just look—we have him working as a fighting character already from Injustice. Like it's easy to port them from one game to the other, so I get why they do it. But it just—it would have been so much cooler if it was just action 18. movie icons. Because then it's like every time they release a
0: DLC pack, they put an action guy in there. But it's like mm-hmm. it's that thing of—we uh, ever played like Smash Bros and stuff when they have like. Um, edited versions or hacked versions of Smash Bros they put like Goku and stuff in
1: oh yeah yeah and
0: it's cool at first but it really quickly it's like it. but now it has no personality mm-hmm. this game is just nothing now the thing that made like there's no cohesive art style or like feel to the characters or the tone that you're going for yeah it's just an everything game and, it's, and I feel that's similar with Mortal Kombat where if they'd just put Rambo Robocop the Terminator in there and just and like uh, some of the guest characters were rumored, like Ash Williams, yeah, one the ones yeah, that was rumored. Like that'd have been really fucking cool. But then it's like, oh, the Joker and Spawn. It's like, oh god, now. And it's the same token, if like, if it had been Spawn and the Joker, and I know they put in like um, a Killer Croc skin for Baraka, and they put oh, okay. like, a Batman skin in um, for um, Noob Sabot. that could have been cool. Oh, you know, right, yeah. yeah, um, darker comic book themes. That would have been mm. quite cool. But now they put them both, and it's like these don't fucking gel.
1: Yeah, like if each game had a um, like a theme for all of their guest characters, it would make a lot more sense. But Because it just it
0: robs the game of just like um, any sense of personality. Because I remember when people were asking me, oh, are you excited that Robocop's in the game? It's not, not really, because he doesn't gel with the universe and he doesn't feel like he's been included because his intro is in walking up and there's a police car there. So you're fighting in the middle of the Lost Woods and there's a fucking Detroit police <laughs> officer asking for backup from Robocops. What? Oh, God. The, yeah. the reason why I do like the Rambo one, though, is because um, Rambo is voiced by Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, they got Sylvester Stallone to reprise the wrong and he lent his likeness to the project. And Have you seen the Rambo trailer at all? Or at uh, least a, p- a picture of him in it?
1: Yeah, I like I like watched it on my phone on like a Twitter preview, so I've not really seen it, but I, I've got a rough idea. I, you've but like would you say that looks like Sylvester
0: Stallone? I'd say so. Um, well, that's because they actually scanned in his face, and the oh, okay. animators are talked about Sylvester Stallone in real life has a pinched nerve in his the left side of his face. I think cause he had a minor stroke or something as a child. Right. So, like, in, in childbirth, he had something went wrong and part of his face got paralysed permanently. Mm-hmm. And that's why he speaks with that trademark... Um, like, Adrian! And he has yeah, that like, yeah. trademark rocky sneer. Because part of his face is paralysed and they actually had to reanimate the skull that they put inside right. the characters to make it fit that particular quirk of Sylvester Stallone's face. And then I saw when it got announced, that doesn't like Sylvester Stallone. It's, what will gamers ever be happy? And I know oh, we just complained. Other
1: like, people were saying that.
0: Yeah, people were saying he doesn't like Celeste oh. alone. And I don't know, what, we just complained about the tone of the game. But that's like you know, I I'm happy that they're in there. I just I'd prefer if they were like you know in there, uh, if there was more cohesion. Like if there'd yeah. been. Like, because I know this is all brand deals and marketing deals, but if those marketing deals could have come together in a slightly mm-hmm. more cohesive manner, we could have yeah. got a cooler game, in my opinion. But I'm still excited that these
1: characters are in there. Like, that doesn't look exactly. like Celeste like, He
0: It fucking does. They scanned his face.
1: Yeah, it literally is a scan of his face. Like You can't say it doesn't look like him. Like, on a technical level, is very well done.
0: It's like when uh, Robocop was announced. And they put, and I fucking love RoboCop. I know mm-hmm. everything there is to know about RoboCop. And when they put it in, and I saw him, went, "That's fucking Peter Weller." And they didn't even need to say anything. I heard the voice. That's Peter Weller. The amount of comments are like, they haven't got the voice right. It does like it doesn't sound like RoboCop. So yeah, because Peter Weller is like forty years older. He's an yeah. old man. It's like the complaints they got about um, like Rogue One and stuff like Darth Vader sounds different. They exchange Bill Jones. He's like. 40 years old he's like nearly (laughs) dead of course he sounds different
1: oh god it's fucking amazing when people like just don't even have that one second thought of just oh yeah that was 40 years ago the one that I like though is is that they
0: put uh, Sylvester Stallone did his voice um, Peter Mm -hmm. Weller did his voice Arnold Schwarzenegger did not do his voice for the Terminator
1: Oh, it's so annoying. And, and the reasons why I
0: don't like the fact that the Terminator is in the game is because it's not the Terminator from uh, Rob- uh, Terminator 1 or 2. It's the Terminator from Terminator Dark Fate because it was a branding deal with Terminator Dark Fate, which was a shit movie that died on release and no one cares about anymore.
1: Yeah, and you'd have thought they'd learnt that lesson after doing like all of those deals with Terminator Genesis. Yeah. And then it flopped to fuck, and it's like, it's like, oh, now we're going to have to reboot the Terminator again. And it's that thing of uh, with Gears of War 5. The Terminator is also in
0: Gears of War 5, but it's also the Terminator from Terminator Dark Fate. And they put, like, Sarah and Connor it in Sarah it.
1: Sarah Connor as well, yeah. oh.
0: But it's old, weird-faced Linda Hamilton after loads of plastic surgery, and not young, cool Linda Hamilton. Yeah. And then on top of that, you've also got Batista in that game. Like, actually, just real Batista in real life, because
1: he was... I'm not going to play. lie, that's kind of awesome. It is, yeah.
0: But when you've got Batista and a Terminator, again, that thing about the tone just clashes. Um, um, yeah,
1: but if if people don't know, like, they added an update recently of, like, Batista replaces Marcus Phoenix in the campaign. And not only that, like, his model... He voiced every line again. Because there was a fan uh, casting going around saying, if they make a
0: Gears of War movie, Batista should play him. So he's like, yeah, "Yeah, fuck it, I'll do that for fun. And again, it's that tonal thing of, very clearly they were going for like an 80s inspired thing with the majority of these casting choices for their guest characters. Mm -hmm, Yeah. But the fact that they put the Terminator in, but it's the 2019 Terminator one, it's like... And I know you can dress him up to look like the Terminator from Terminator 2, but it's not the same. Because I know that it's old man Terminator from a shit yeah. movie that's not good. It's Robocop. It's Robocop from the first movie, because they know. And Rambo, it's um, a uh, blend of all of his appearances. Uh, they based his likeness and his characterization on Rambo from all five of the movies. So he's like a um, an amalgamation of what he is in those movies. As opposed to being like a representative of any single one, but the Terminator is absolutely one hundred percent a representative from Dark Fate because they write it on the fucking poster. Uh, I uh, lost you there for a minute, Carl. Okay, I was just complaining about it. It's like um, I was saying that um, every other character, like with uh, RoboCop, they base the design on RoboCop the movie yeah the first one not the second one or third one there's some elements from those but the design is 100 robocop from that movie. the iconic one. rambo is a bit different yeah rambo is a bit different because in the first rambo movie rambo doesn't actually kill anybody and it was in the second and third movie where it became the rambo that people know today of like the wild man with the m60 shirtlessly firing it into the air yeah so rambo is an amalgamation of all of his appearances Um, with the most amount of inspiration being taken from 1, 2, and 3, which were 80s and 90s movies, but with Robocop, uh, with Terminator sorry, even though they can say, oh yeah, Terminator is, you know, it's a combination of all of his appearances you know it's based on the Terminator Dark Fate one, because when you click on the Terminator DLC on the official Mortal Kombat website it says, the Terminator from Terminator Dark Fate and Terminator (laughs) Dark Fate's got a fucking trademark on it, it's like, god damn it
1: (laughs) And I imagine like so for when you sake, hover over the character, like a little Terminator Dark Fate logo appears or some shit.
0: Of course it does. Yes, and you go
1: to the bottom. It's like all rights
0: reserved. Um, uh, um, fucking Terminator Dark
1: Fate. And you're like, God damn it, it's Skydance Productions, fuck you. That's the thing, isn't it? Of oh, what are we gonna do to like represent this character? We're we gonna put out like the most iconic version of that. Oh dear. Oh, is that your delivery? Uh, that is just noting that it's half seven, so my delivery might turn up at any minute.
0: In which case, then, we can call it there, because if you've got a delivery coming, mate, and I know you're, like, doing nothing, but fuck Terminator Darth Fate and fuck Donald Trump. <laughs> Bring it full circle.
1: <laughs> uh, anything else to say other than, like, you know, fuck Donald uh, Trump? Fuck Boris Johnson as well. <laughs> Oh yeah,
0: that's my favourite one. It's like, oh God, how can you talk about British, how can you talk about American politics when you're Prime Minister's shit? It's like, did you see that guy who was like, oh, why don't you talk about British politics? We don't know what you think about Boris Johnson. It's like, do you really need a guy with a strong Northern accent who grew up in a colliery town to clarify what
1: he thinks about the Tories? And the guy's like, oh yeah, good point. It's like, oh God. So, Lucas, what do you think about the Tories? Well, I live in fucking Liverpool. What do you think? Is... Oh, God. It doesn't need to be said. But, yeah, uh, I mean, other than that, just, I mean, go check out like my gaming stuff, I guess. Um, let's take yeah, a bit of a, and leave a break cl- with streaming because I've not actually got... Moving. Um, I've not got broadband at my home. We're doing this off my mobile data right now. So I'll be back streaming soon, and it's a legend of kanto over on twitch and on youtube and yeah go check it out
0: yeah we're going to try our best and to all the people who keep clicking on my videos to say that you're going to stop watching them please hurry up and do it (laughs) i'm getting sick of being told because that's that's the annoying thing about it it's like oh i'm going to stop watching your videos and then please stop fucking telling me and do it (laughs) it's like oh god it's like when kids say they're gonna run away from home it's like all right go ahead so i'm gonna run go on it's like oh i'm gonna i'll go you'll miss me when i'm gone it's like, well, let's find out. It's like, God damn it! if you're going to do it, just do it, please. Like, I, I could not have made... And I asked my girlfriend, it's like, could I have been clearer? Is there a clearer way to <laughs> say this than fuck off, don't watch my content? And apparently there's not. Oh, uh. God. Apparently there's not, Lucas. Like, I, I need to find a, a, a more direct way to tell people fuck off than saying fuck off. So that's going to be my mission for the next week. I need to find a stronger word than fuck. Because it exists, clearly. There is a combination of words I can say that will make people leave me alone. And I endeavour to discover them.